Welcome to the Barrier Breakdown, Disrupting Mental Health Podcast, where we talk about the clinical and practical issues that face those working in the mental health industry. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Barrier Breakdown, Disrupting Mental Health. My name is Erin Mullen O'Bailey. I'm the Chief Operating Officer at Cognitive Behavior Institute, and my co-host, Dr. Kevin Caridad, who is the CEO and owner at Cognitive Behavior Institute. Uh, Today, we are joined on our podcast to discuss mindfulness-based cognitive therapy for OCD with Dr. Fabrizio Didona. He is an internationally known clinical psychologist, a professor at the Institute for Lifelong Learning of the University of Barcelona, a visiting professor at Shanghai Zhaotong University, and scientific director of the one-year master program in mindfulness-based therapy in Italy. He is the developer of the therapeutic model, the author of the related manual, Mindfulness-Based Cognitive Therapy for Obsessive Compulsive Disorder, and he's been practicing and teaching meditation for many years, and he gives his workshops and training retreats all around the world. So thank you so much for being here with us, doctor. Um, Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Tell us a little bit about how you became interested in mindfulness. Yes. Welcome and thank you for this kind invitation. Uh, well, I, I'm a clinical psychologist and uh, also a father. <laughs> there are uh, these are my main jobs uh, or missions in life, and I also, uh, professionally speaking, uh, the director of the International Embassy for OCD Center in Vicenza, Italy, where I am uh, uh, now in this moment, and uh, I also teach uh, as a adjunct professor at the University of of Padua uh, in clinical psychology. And um, I collaborate, as you anticipated uh, before, uh, uh, with uh, the University of Shanghai. Um, I'm a visiting professor there where I I collaborate in several research projects uh, about the effectiveness of the MBCT for OCD program. my background is uh, basically in CBT, and uh, my uh, interest in mindfulness started uh, at the end of nineties when I began to uh, meditate for myself, and uh, gradually started to uh, introduce meditation in my clinical work with uh, patients uh, affected by severe disorders uh, admitted uh, um, in an inpatient setting in the hospital where I directed uh, uh, a specialized unit for depression and borderline personality disorders and also OCD for 25 25 years. Then I attended training, several trainings and retreats with uh, John Kabat-Zinn in MBSR and uh, with Zinda Segal, Mark Williams and John Teasdale in MCT for depression. also with many others leading uh, mindfulness-based teachers and authors. And uh, then I started to uh, share and discuss with uh, these authors uh, the possibility to adapt these mindfulness-based uh, programs for obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, so uh, after, uh, after about uh, 10 years of uh, uh, trial and error, um, I was able to standardize and validate uh, 
a final protocol, which is now illustrated in the Embassy for OCD manual uh, published two years ago by Guilford Press. Great. Tell us more about mindfulness-based cognitive therapy. What are the components of it? Tell us a little bit about your research. Yeah. Um, as I, and I anticipated before, Embassy uh, uh, for OCD uh, developed from the need to integrate uh, what is currently uh, most effective in treating this uh, challenging condition, which is, uh, as you know, a CBT, uh, with the principles and the practices of Buddhist psychology, focusing um, not so much on the symptoms uh, of the problem, but on the processes that intervene in activating, in activating and maintaining uh, this clinical problem, which consists in particular in the relationship uh, uh, that people uh, um, have with their private experience, with their internal experience. And what I noted uh, in my long experience uh, uh, using mindfulness for OCD with uh, probably uh, hundreds of patients was that patients in general responded well to this kind uh, of uh, meditation practices and approach and very often found a stable relief from their problems by changing their perspective and the relationship they had with their internal experience. And by internal experience, uh, I mean uh, thoughts, emotions, and physical sensations. This change in perspective is one of the main therapeutic factors uh, of, uh, uh, or possibly the, the core element in, the, in these approaches. And uh, also, um, what I found in, in my, clinical my clinical experience is that mindfulness and self-compassion, because this is also an important component of this model, when rationally integrated with CBT are probably the best approaches for this kind of problem, because they directly and deeply intervene toward the main cognitive biases or mechanisms that, uh, that activate uh, the OCD problems. Um, they're connecting with the, with the Buddhist perspective. Uh, there is a, uh, a wonderful quote from the Anguttara Nikaya, um, an ancient uh, Buddhist text that explains very clearly the sense of this uh, uh, changing in perspective that we want to uh, develop through, uh, through mindfulness to overcome OCD. And uh, it says, uh, not through actions, not through words, do we become free from mental contaminations, but by seeing and acknowledging them over and over. You know, this quote, this quote uh, um, sums up uh, in several ways the core meaning and principle of a mind mindfulness-based approach to OCD, because it is a sort of uh, Buddhist therapy of OCD, because it highlights the importance to change in this disorder, not the contents of the problem, so obsessions and compassion, but the relationship people have with their own internal experience. How does this work, you think? Uh, you, you mentioned CBT. Would you, when you say CBT, do you, uh, is it interchangeable for you using uh, ERP? 
Is that what you're referring to uh, when you say CBT? Yeah, um, actually, as I told you before, uh, uh, NCT for OCD is an integration between CBT, or the most affected parts of CBT and the principles and practices of mindfulness and self-compassion as well. And uh, one of uh, the most important uh, um, practice or exercise that we, we, uh, we provide in this model is the mindful exposure, which is an integration between ERP and the practice of mindfulness, uh, which is quite different uh, um, as a rational, but uh, uh, the, the aim is to uh, allow patients to expose themselves to their reality as it is. It's not so much to expose to anxiety. This is not the, the aim, but the aim is to, to see reality as it is. So to see the objects and the events, uh, the way other people, no, other people without OCD can see. Mm -hmm. So it is a different approach compared with ERP. And uh, there is much less anxiety in this uh, practice uh, compared with uh, the standard uh, ERP. Okay. Um, what advice would you give to clinicians that are watching? If you, you know, they're kind of new, they treat OCD or new to OCD treatment. Uh, what advice would you give them in their approach to beginning to look at mindfulness-based cognitive therapy for OCD? For, uh, for, the for our colleagues. Correct. Yeah. Um, well, um, what, what I asked myself in, in many years of, uh, of working with OCD patients what, was not so much what works with this disorder, which is quite clear in, uh, in the experience of every clinician, but uh, why what works today is not effective for more than 50% of patients with this disorder. This is the, the data that uh, we know by research. For this reason, I began integrating CBT with the principles and practices that were proving effective for, for other problems, you know, depression, anxiety disorder, and, and, and so on. So what, what I recommend to colleagues is to always ask yourself, what more you can do to improve the effectiveness of your work and which exercises, techniques, or skills can uh, uh, rationally be most useful for your patient uh, beyond what you already know? This is one of the principles that guided me in developing the MCD for OCD program. And tell us a little bit about your book that you published. Yeah, the book is a, a treatment manual. It's okay. a mindfulness-based cognitive therapy. It uh, has been published by Guilford Press uh, two years ago. And uh, it is a, a complete uh, manual um, in explaining the rationale of this model. So there is an important uh, theoretical part uh, that explains um, in particular, what are the, the cognitive mechanisms that uh, intervene in activating, in causing, activating and maintaining OCD problems, and also explaining the way, we, the way in which mindfulness and self-compassion can be 
really helpful to, uh, to modify this cognitive mechanism. And then, of course, there is a part in which uh, um, there is a description, a, a detailed description of the program session by session with uh, um, all the transcripts of the exercise and practices we, we give uh, to, to patients. And uh, it is also included, uh, the book also includes audio downloads of uh, guided meditations that are, we, uh, that are part of each session of the program. That sounds wonderful. I think it's very helpful to have the manuals, particularly as one's newer with uh, a model to really help guide. And uh, I plan on getting several copies from my staff. Absolutely. Wonderful. And tell us a little bit about, so where can they order it online or is it through a website that you have? Uh, do you have any other uh, books for published that are available? Anyone else who would like to read up, read up on your research or anything of that nature? Other book by me or a what? what anywhere that people can find more material about your work, whether it be, uh, whether it be research, whether it be publications or just to find you on the web to find out more about you. Where, where, where could we find you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can find uh, you can find uh, more information about me, uh, in particular in uh, our official website, uh, uh, which is www.mbcforocd.com, uh, which is uh, in uh, three languages, uh, in particular in English, where uh, people can find uh, a lot of material about uh, this model, about the manual and uh, also about uh, the centers uh, worldwide that provide this kind of treatment. Um, we also offer the, the program uh, uh, online. Um, this is a really interesting uh, 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 setting that we, we started to use in particular over the last two years. And uh, so we, we can offer very often the, the program to people very far from uh, from our center. It's uh, a good option. Yeah, the wonders of technology now that everyone uh, is up to speed. That I guess that's probably the only good thing that came out of COVID. <laughs> In particular, after COVID, or because of the COVID uh, pandemic. Yes, yes exactly. Well, um, that's wonderful. I know at CBI, we, uh, we'd love to kind of discuss with you a little bit uh, offline about our continuing education because dissemination of this type of practice is, you know, what we stand for and what we encourage. Uh, so thank you so much for taking the time with us, uh, Doctor. It was wonderful meeting you and we hope to see you again soon. It has been a great pleasure. Thank you to you. You're welcome. And thanks so much to our uh, listeners for this week's episode of The Barrier Breakdown. We will see you all next week. We hope you stay safe and healthy. Take care. Thanks for listening to The Barrier Breakdown, Disrupting Mental Health Podcast. Check out our website at cbicenterforeducation.com for more information and to learn about upcoming continuing education events.